Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. From the Detroit Free Press, I'm Robin Shan with today's voice briefing. It's Thursday, October 26, 2023. From automotive reporters Phoebe Wall-Howard, Eric D. Lawrence, and Jamie LaRoe, the Detroit Free Press has confirmed top UAW officials told local union leaders Wednesday night by phone that the union has a potential deal with Ford Motor Company to end the strike against the automaker. UAW President Sean Fain and UAW Vice President Chuck Browning, who led negotiations with Ford, posted a 10-minute video on X at 8.27 p.m. Wednesday night to make the news official. Fain said in the video post, quote, The stand-up strike is working, end quote. By closing down additional plants at Stellantis and GM this week, quote, Ford knew what was coming for them Wednesday if we didn't get a deal. That was checkmate, end quote. According to two sources familiar with the deal, but not authorized to speak publicly, The tentative agreement includes an 11% wage increase the first year and totals 25% over a 4.5-year contract, plus a $5,000 ratification bonus and cost-of-living adjustments. Additional details of the tentative agreement were not immediately available, but negotiators for the United Auto Workers Union and Ford had a good meeting on Wednesday afternoon, sources told the Free Press. Any potential deal between the union and the automaker is subject to review by local union leaders from around the country elected by the members. Called the UAW National Ford Council, the group will travel to Detroit prior to a ratification vote. The UAW said the meeting would happen on Sunday, and they would vote to send the tentative agreement to members. If that goes as planned, the UAW will host a special Facebook Live to go through the deal in detail with membership, according to Fain. Local officials will hold meetings and work to answer questions, Fain said on the video. Quote, after that, it will be up to members to vote on the deal. End quote. For more on this developing story, you can stay with Freep.com slash autos for the latest news. Hi, I'm Arpon Lobo. I cover politics and government in Michigan for the Detroit Free Press. Social media giant Meta is under fire after dozens of states sued the company in federal court over allegations that its business model seeks to exploit young users of Facebook and Instagram. Michigan is one of the 33 states to sign on to a lawsuit in California against Meta. The lawsuit alleges Meta specifically targets and monetizes younger users, as well as engages in practices harmful to youth mental health. One example of being harmful to mental health listed in the complaint is the like feature on Instagram and Facebook. The lawsuit says young users are compelled to chase the validation that more likes on their posts bring. Additionally, the lawsuit says the algorithms used on Instagram and Facebook are designed to keep young users on the apps, referred to as an infinite scroll. Finally, the lawsuit states Meta is violating federal laws designed to protect the online privacy of children. A law from the late 90s states online services must have verified parental consent to collect data from users 13 and younger. While Instagram and Facebook both have so-called age gates, the lawsuit says it's too easy for children to get around them, and Meta continues to collect their data anyways. In a statement, Meta said it will continue to work on its algorithms for younger users, and is disappointed by the legal action. Social media use among teens has become nearly universal. A report published last year by Pew Research Center found 95% of teens say they use some form of social media, including 62% saying they use Instagram. 
I'm Andrew Burkle with the Free Press Sports Department. And on Wednesday, we got another update in the Mel Tucker Michigan State football saga. And it was more bad news for the former coach. Tucker has been found responsible for violating the school's sexual harassment policy after masturbating on a FaceTime call with Brenda Tracy, a rape survivor and activist who said Tucker did so without her permission. It was all detailed in a 73-page report that was issued on Wednesday by a university hearing officer. Tucker was also found to have made unwanted advances against Tracy prior to the phone call and engaged in quid pro quo sexual harassment when he canceled one of Tracy's trips to MSU after the phone call in April of 2022. Ultimately, the report stated that Tucker's account of the situation, that he and Tracy were in a romantic relationship and that the phone call was consensual, was ruled less plausible, less consistent, and less supported by evidence. Tucker now has 10 days to file an appeal, but if it's denied, the decision on Wednesday will be final. In the big picture, this report may carry less weight than we initially thought. That's because since we first heard about it, Tucker has been fired for cause, with athletic director Alan Haller saying that even by Tucker's own admissions, there was enough information to fire him. But it's safe to say that the investigation in Borsini report certainly did not go his way. Even if Tucker's appeal is denied and the decision stands, this likely won't be the last time we hear about the matter. At the end of the day, there's just too much money on the line for this to go away easily. Tucker lost out on roughly $80 million when he was fired. So expect some type of legal battle in the future. Find more from the Detroit Free Press on Freep.com. That's F-R-E-E-P.com. Thanks for listening, and you'll hear more from us tomorrow.